Well, Ulysses, hopefully the Tampa Bay Rays enjoyed their off day and they can move beyond the disappointing Yankees series and put a whoop in to the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> That's right. You just turn the page. You had the off day. Hope you enjoyed the beach. Hope you enjoyed going to the mall. Hope you enjoyed doing nothing on the couch, maybe just lifting. And then let's get after it against the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's right. Let's do it. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms including YouTube at Locked On Rays. If you're interested in advertising with the program, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Speaking of advertisers, make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners will get $50 off purchases of $500 or more using code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. All right, Ulysses, the race face the Pittsburgh Pirates for, I believe it's a three-game set, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, correct? And uh, the Pirates, not surprisingly, not good this season. But again, if you're the Rays, you're at the point where you can't overlook anybody. In fact, as of this recording, the Pirates are in a better position in their division then the Rays are in their division. I guess that speaks to how bad the NL Central is, that the Pirates are third in the Central with a 28-40 and 40 record as of this recording, while the Rays are fourth in the AL East with you know a 37-32 and 32 record. But it is what it is, I suppose. I've always said this in the three-year three year run of this podcast, and I've said it since, I don't know, 20 years since following MLB baseball. The central divisions are a joke. They're always a joke. Year yes. in and year out, they are just so non-competitive. It's always like one or two teams that are just way better than the rest. And so they have it easier, like you're saying. I mean, the Rays are a better team. They have a better record. And yet they're in a tougher position to go to the playoffs than the Pittsburgh Pirates. And I'll tell you about these Pittsburgh Pirates. They are the best thing that can happen to this race team after that Yankee series that just happened, because it's kind of like when you have maybe a couple more adult beverages than you should have, and you wake up not feeling so great the next day and you need the breakfast burrito, you need the big hearty meal to get through the day and become yourself. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what the Pittsburgh pirates are for the race right now. They had a couple too many adult beverages and now they need that hearty breakfast. That's the Pittsburgh pirates. Why they're 28th in OPS. Okay. They're 28th in batting average. They strike out the sixth most of the whole MLB whole MLB for those who don't like the MLB. So all of those, all of those stats are way worse than than the Rays are, and you can know how anemic the Rays' offense has been. The Pittsburgh Pirates rank worse in all of those categories than the Rays. 
Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I looked it up. So, yes, the Pirates are 28th in Team OPS, but who's 27th? Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, but again. The Rays have a much better, just team-wide ERA, much better pitching staff, while the Pirates actually are better defensively than the Rays. Let's also recall and remember True. that the Rays are not good defensively this year. They oh, Kevin, lead don't all say of that. baseball in unearned runs to allow. Yeah, but you know the analytics people are going to throw outs above average to you, so be careful about yeah, that. Well, I'll, I'll throw yeah. defensive runs saved at them. You know, I'll, I'll you just go. pick a stat and, and cherry pick it from there. Now, yes, the Pirates are not a good team by any means, but they do have an intriguing roster, at least offensively. They just called up O'Neill Cruz, which we talk about Shohei Otani and and guys with unique skill sets. O'Neill Cruz has a really, really unique skill set when you consider he's a six foot seven shortstop who hits the ball hard, runs really fast, and throws really hard. Uh, he's one guy that, again, he's just getting settled in, has had a couple games under his belt. So I think he'll certainly elevate the Pirates going forward. But you've also got guys like Cabrian Hayes and Brian Reynolds, Jack Swinski. So they actually do have a, a decent core of interesting, intriguing players to watch. Um, but I'll, I'll be spending most of my time focusing on O'Neill Cruz, the fact that he's a power forward playing shortstop. And what's yeah. funny is that, you know, this season, his numbers weren't that great in the minor leagues. I think his OPS was under 800 and he didn't make the club out of spring training after doing really well in spring training. And I think some of it in the pirates for one reason or another, despite him not lighting the world on fire, like uh, Jake Cronenworth in Durham or Jonathan Aranda in Durham, they gave him an opportunity at the big league level because sometimes guys just stagnate. They're like, I'm too good for this. I'm what, why am I going to keep working? Like you, you kind of get into a rut and go through the motions. If you believe and feel that you should be elevated to the next step, as opposed to just wallowing uh, in AAA with the Indianapolis Indians. I think that happened with Chris Bryant there when when they, yeah. the the Cubs blatantly just manipulated his service time. It, it was kind of like the O'Neill Cruz thing. Like he really wasn't. I mean, he didn't have anything else to show up like I'm, I'm majorly gritty and I'm majorly gritty in the fact that it's not like, Oh, I can be a serviceable piece. It's like, no, I can automatically just slot in and to be the best top 50 players of the league. Like that, that, why are you doing this? So no, he's impressive, man. I'm, I'm also psyched to see him and, 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 and kind of see that talent. I mean, see six, seven as a shortstop. He's got a cannon for an arm. Uh, it, it'll be really fun to see him. But also, you, you did mention Diego Castillo, who's, who also, um, I think, was part of that Yankee trade yeah. uh, a couple years back. So, no, they've got interesting pieces. And look, man. And not Diego Castillo, the Rays pitcher. This is a different Diego Castillo. <laughs> Correct, yes, uh, infielder. But, uh, you know, we say, oh, they have really nice pieces. Well, they better. They've yeah. been rebuilding since like 2014. You better have nice pieces, for God's sakes. I mean, so it, it, it's an interesting team. But again, I, you are the one that always says that they better sweep. I, I proclaim a sweep. I'm never going to say that. But I'm real close. Yeah. Like, you, you need to show up. You need to show up, beat them down. 
That's it. Just beat them down. Don't beat yourselves up. Try to play a clean game of baseball. That's it. And I'm also looking at you, Kevin Crash. Uh-huh. Play a, a clean game on on the sheet, on the lineup sheet. The guys have had an off day, an off day, right? Everybody is at full level speed, unless there's something that we don't know about. There's a little aches and pains. But you know what? It's June 23rd. Well, June 24th when this episode comes out. Everybody now has aches and pains now. So yes. unless it's something major, my man, you're going to have to use the people that you're going to have to use. Okay? Yeah. Uh, hopefully Kevin Cash can outmanage Derek Shelton. That would be nice. Uh, would be nice. Also, with the Pirates coming to town, it gives us memories of that trade where the Rays got Shane Boz, Austin Meadows, and Tyler Glass. Now Ugh. that brings up the question. Do you think the Pirates will make a trade with the Rays within the next three years, five years, 10 years, or ever again? Like yeah. what is the statute of limitations on negotiating and dealing with the Rays? <laughs> Seriously. Well, I, I, w- I would hope. I would hope in the next three years, yeah. Uh, I think I think there are some nice pieces that can go back and forth there. Um, honestly, I really like that that kid they have, uh, Ronzi Contreras. I, I mean, what's not to like w- with him? Um, he's from the DR. He's a starting pitcher. He is a rookie. He doesn't even have forty innings under his belt. Yeah, but he's performed really well. Two eighty nine ERA, two thirty six opponents average uh, so far. Uh, we'll see him on Sunday. Uh, against a sugar shane yeah so against the 2022 al cy young sugar shane Ooh, there you go that would be interesting uh so yeah i think they got nice pieces and obviously it would be nice to get some of those nice pieces back on a trade but you know what would have been nicer is if shane boz was actually pitching against the pittsburgh pirates boy i would really enjoy that just to kind of just yeah, know, really that scab a little bit for Pirates fans. Really twist that scab a little bit. Yeah, it'll be yeah. Mitch Keller going up against Jeffrey Springs on Friday. On Saturday, uh, JT Brubaker versus Corey Kluber. Of course, Sunday, as you mentioned, Contreras versus McClanahan. So that uh, should be a, a fun matchup on Sunday. What's also fun is jewelry. And you can make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com, and Locked On Sports listeners will get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement as well, so use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. So shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. And we also want to tell you about betonline.net, which is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs. Oh, man, the, the Bolts didn't pull it off on uh, game four, so that sucks. Uh, anyway, BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts like this one, and news this season. 
BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest ways to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. All right. It is not a frustrating Friday, but hopefully a fun Friday. And to continue with that, we're bringing back our recurring segment. How's that x-ray? How's that x-ray doing where we focus or spotlight a former Rays player or maybe prospect as well. So Ulysses, who do you want to discuss today? I want to discuss X number one on his back, which is a little bit of a, of a foreshadowing here. Willie Adamas. Willie Adamas. How is he doing with the Brewers? How is he doing with new hitting coach Ozzie Timmons? Well, he's definitely got pop. He has 14 home runs so far, and his launch angle has increased every year by two degrees, and now the last two years by four degrees. He's at a career high, 20.1 degrees in launch angle. He's hitting the ball harder. The defense is there, outs above average, 91st percentile, but he's getting uh, babbipped quite badly. Uh, This is the lowest of his career by 100 points he's hitting 219 and he's babbitt at 219 the lowest he's ever been before that had been 319 and yet because of the defense because of the pop he has a 1.1 uh b war base, baseball reference war he has a 1.5 f war fan graphs war but the slash line is definitely not pretty for those uh traditional uh stats fans he's hitting 211 with a 284 on base and a 486 slugging. So, yeah, that is a 771 OPS, but not a lot of on-base and not a lot of batting discipline. When when you look at Willie, you know the batting, uh, the, the the plate discipline is is, is can can go Swing heavy. off. Yes, and I will tell you that he has a strikeout rate of 28%. So, uh, for Brewers fans watching Willie Adamas um, – at bats must be again that F word comes up frustrating because it's either feast or famine. Another F word and another F word there, feast or famine with Willie Adamas. So that's how he is doing in the 2022 season. I remember I said this, I think, a couple years ago that Willie Adamas in time will have 30 home run potential. You did. And he's that. well on track for that. Yeah, this could be his first year. You, you said that, I think the first time you said that was between the 2019 and 2020 season. Like yeah. that, like before, oh boy, before COVID. Like that's oh how long, gosh. like we were, we were youngins back then. Now I'm 55 years old. Yeah, our, our lifespans have decreased significantly. Yeah. But yes, I think part of the problem with Willie, because I saw the power, I saw some of the 400 foot shots, but his inability to hit at the trop and now being in more of a hitter friendly ballpark and being in a more hitter friendly division. That is the NL central just, um, that just foments his ability to get 25 to 30 home runs, which for a shortstop is very, very rare, let alone a shortstop that is as good defensively as he is at least previously he's shown yeah yeah no for sure and uh we're gonna see him the the rays are gonna be playing the brewers and i believe that series will be at the trop so guess what 
we will be seeing Willie Adamas, and Willie Adamas will not be seeing the baseball coming to him because he can't hit at the drop, and that'll be good news for race fans. Yeah, so that's nice. He might just have to uh, lay down bunts. That might be his uh, motive. I don't foresee that happening, but we'll see. <laughs> Do you think, he, despite his struggles at the Trop, which are very well publicized, do you think he will go off in that series? Like, he will surpass all the Trop vision issues, and he's like, I want to prove a point. I want to show up and show out against the team that got rid of me to call up the hot shot Wander Franco. I think that'd be great. I think that'd be great storytelling. I just don't think so. Because especially after he was, you know, traded, the quote was, I was swinging blindly. Like when the player says that, I was swinging, I was just guessing. And we were saying that, like, he looks like he's guessing. This is why, mini mini rant here. Hello, mini rant Uh here. This is why when the pro analytics people, like, oh, you can't do the eye test. No, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. you can do the eye test for some things. Now, you can go off the wall and be like that money ball scout saying, "Look, oh, that guy has no confidence because look at his girlfriend. Like, you can't do that. But if I'm looking at William Adams just swinging badly, I can say he's guessing. Yes. You can see that. So for the analytics people that go like, oh, you, it's all about the numbers. You can't just say eye test. You can't. You can't. And yeah. he was swinging blindly. We were saying he was swinging blindly. And then Willie Adamas gets traded and said, hey, I couldn't see the ball. I was swinging blindly. Eye test, literally. Willie Adamas needed an eye test for the drop. Who knows? Maybe in 50 years, 20 years, 10 years, however many years, that the Rays will have some sort of technology that will determine if a guy's eyesight and eye color and how his eyes are predisposed if that would allow him to Whoa. hit at the drop i guess by then the rays won't be at the drop thankfully that's but. some that's some gattaca stuff did yeah. you ever watch that movie gattaca i did not but yeah, i'm well, thinking it's uh, your weekend hey, homework give uh, weekend i got homework. elon musk on speed dial i'll have him uh <laughs> develop that technology there so well, yeah no really elon th- musk on your on your speed dial get him to advertise with us man Damn. i know well he's he's a little tied up right now he's okay he's kind of busy um Maybe I'll, you know, I got Peter Bendix on speed dial, Eric Neander, wow. Stu Sternberg. I never call Stu. He always calls us during yeah, the podcast, right. too, which during is very, pod- yeah, he's kind of a troll, isn't he? Yeah. Very inconsiderate. Um, you'd think he'd have better things to do that, but clearly not. Um, yeah. so great x-ray Willie Adamas, uh, who is, he's 26 years old and is already like in his sixth major league season. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unreal. Good for yeah. him, man. He's, he's going to get paid. Definitely going to get his pension. That's for sure. Um, the x-ray or x-rays that I want to spotlight quick hitters here. They are former rays now on the pirates. There is Anthony Banda. Oh, and not to bury the lead, but they are not doing well. Uh, Anthony Banda, Banda, Banda or Banda? Banda, Banda, Banda. I don't know. Tony what I do B. know is that he has a 5.89 ERA in 18 and a third innings. Oof. Michael Perez, neck tattoo. He has El clutch. A, what's that? El clutch. Uh, not this year. He's got really? a one. He's got a 
you thought Mike Zanino was bad? Michael Perez has a 119 batting average with three homers and a 435 OPS. Yeah. Struggle and then city. number three, Yoshi Sutsugo. Ooh. Ray's legend. Tell me. Tell me. Ray's uh, one of the highest paid free agents in Ray's history. He has a 177 batting average with two homers and a 538 OPS. Man. That so, is rough. Rough times. Rough times for, for X-Rays yeah. uh, today. So the uh, the fire Derek Shelton chance. Maybe they're continuing in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, it is a Friday, which means it's time for baseball trivia and name that war. Ulysses, what do you have for trivia today? Well, I did find out this with the Willie Adamas thing. I'm just going to do a little bit of a different kind of trivia today. I'm going to give you 60 seconds on the clock, Kevin. Ooh, 60 okay. seconds on the clock. And I'm going to name baseball players on this race 2022 team. And you are just going to give me the very simple answer of their jersey number. Oh, God. I'm terrible with this. Okay. 60 seconds. Let's see how many you get right here. Okay. Can I skip? What are the parameters? Yes. Here? Well, you, you're going to have strikes. So let's see okay, how many strikes strike. you get. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. 60 seconds on the clock starting now. Yandy Diaz. Two. Wander Franco. Five. G Man Choi. Skip. <laughs> That's a strike. Strike. Try. Come on. Uh, 13. And no, 25. 26. 25. 26. You were close at the end. 26. Okay. Vidal Brujan. Single digits, I think. Seven. Very good. Brendan Lau. 25. Eight. Damn it. Taylor Walls. Oh, <laughs> good. Taylor, uh, 10. Strike three. He's six. Okay. Mike Zunino. 50. 10. <laughs> Strike four. Shane Boz. Two. You said that for Yandy. Oh, wait, one, one, one. No, 11. Close at the end. Close at the end. For race fans, Wander Franco is five. Look at this. This is kind of cool. I, I I think this is maybe by design or not, but I think it is by design. Wander okay. Franco, the, the young core. Wander Franco, five. Taylor Walls is six. Vidal Bruhan is seven. Brendan Lau is eight. So, maybe that's going to be a future batting order for Kevin Cash. Oh, well, then maybe. I mean, he's got to do something, man. Got to yeah. do something for that offense. That was um, fun. No, that's – you stumped me there. I am terrible, terrible with jersey numbers. It was but, observational trivia. How about that? Yeah, and clearly I'm not very good at making observations. <laughs> um, but, no, that, that's a good one. I like the creativity there. And maybe I'll get you back and try to stump you to some extent with this name that wore this I name, know. Matt Ward, is a former Ray, and his name is Eric Hinsky. Ooh. Eric Hinsky, the man that told Evan Longoria, you do not say no to your first millions. Smart man, Eric Hinsky, so I have to give him a couple of more B-War points 
for telling for telling Longoria that because then he agreed to two long term deals with yes. the Rays and made his money. And then Longo told that to Kevin Kiermaier. So look at and that. Then Kiermaier and probably see. told that to Wander Franco, and hopefully he's telling go. that to Shane McClanahan and Shane yeah. Boz, and the list goes on and on. Exactly. You know how they talk about uh, tra- uh, trade trees or what tree trades, whatever it's called. Yeah, this yeah. is like the the quote coaching tree, <laughs> yeah. the quote tree, yeah, of in the clubhouse. All right, enough lollygagging here. Eric Kinski, he probably had like a just around a ten year career. I don't see Eric Kinski having a career, uh, 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 a season higher than three WAR. I don't see it. Maybe he did, but I just don't see it. So if he was about one war for like seven years, maybe let's give him a year where he had three war. So that's 10 war. He didn't have that much of a glove, so you have to knock him down a bit because of that. Eight war, but he did have pop but not too much pop. I'm going nine war. Really good guess, and you are very, very close. His career war, B-war, that is, is 7.8. Eric Kinski, who, by the way, is a two-time World Series champion and was a Rookie of the Year winner back in 2002 which goes to show you just because a guy wins rookie of the year does not mean he's destined to have a career war of 30 to 40 homers there's many guys who've won the rookie of the year and have just been not taken away from eric Hinsky, but they've had been grave like careers if you will so just don't assume that oh this guy is destined for greatness just because he won rookie of the Didn't year but eric Coughlin also have a rookie year of the year Coughlin? yes he does yeah, yeah. In fact, I would be I would venture to say that there's many the the list of rookie of the years is dotted with those types of guys who finish with like an eight, nine, ten career war. Nothing to scoff at. Nothing to scoff at, but that's the point of people are like the prospect huggers. Let it go. Yes. Um Hinsky, twelve year career, has his pension, uh hundred thirty seven homers in his career. 762 career OPS, 99 career OPS plus, 332 career on base percentage, 249 career average. And we know he was a staple or very important to that 2008 team with the Rays. Let's also recall that he signed a minor league contract with an invite to spring training in February of 2008. So it wasn't a guarantee that he was going to make it to the show or make an impact. And certainly he did in that 2008 season. Um, And that 2008 season was interesting from this perspective on the final day of the regular season, Hinsky hit his 20th home run, drove in his 60th run and stole his 10th base of the year. It was the first time he had hit 20 home runs since his rookie year of 2002, and the first time he had stolen 10 bases or more since the 2004 season. So the Rays analytics team, their front office, their scouting staff, they found a, not a diamond in the rough, but a, a guy who was undervalued, overlooked by other organizations, and said, we'll scoop you up, buddy. We like to add this testy veteran to a core of young, talented, athletic players, and good things happen. 
who is that testy veteran in this year? Don't tell me Kevin Kiermaier. That's healthy? Uh, I mean, like, I'm just trying to, you know, you said yesterday uh, on, on Thursday's episode, there's a lot of, if you, if you kind of look hard enough, they look like the 2021 Durham Bulls. Don't you yeah. need some elder statesman been there, done that? I know Kevin Kiermaier, but Nelson Cruz trade for him. No, <laughs> you're not, no. you're not, a, you're not on the Nelson Cruz bandwagon. No, no. Okay. I'm but I'm just uh, saying something to consider when, when July comes is the trade deadline. Yeah. Maybe well, get maybe a little bit of a, whew, I don't know, man. It's been rough. Yeah. Maybe bring Eric Hinsky out of retirement. <laughs> Have him coach Where's first Eric base. Hinsky? Who's the Eric Hinsky of 2022? Cause we, we need him. We yeah. need him. There's there are guys out there with that Eric Hinsky DNA that you can find and that aren't that expensive. And while the numbers may not look great, they could add a whole hell of a lot to the clubhouse dynamic. So yes. that is a really astute point on your Anytime, end. Anytime, anytime you hear about the 08 team, the guys like Longoria, if, if, Who's all the Cliff of those Floyd? guys. They say Cliff Floyd and Eric Kinski. That's the first, those are the first two names that come out of those mouths when you talk about that 08 season. Cliff Floyd, Eric Kinski. Look at their sheet. Do they pop out? No. Were they good seasons? Yes. But it's what they do as uh, for the clubhouse. And I think this team is very, 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 very young and very inexperienced at the MLB, uh, at MLB level. You might need the, that kind of energy, that kind yeah. of pizzazz. And maybe Kevin Kiermaier can provide some of that. But also, just like managers get stale, I think leadership in the clubhouse also gets stale, especially when somebody gets hurt. It's a little bit yeah. difficult. I, I bet it's a little bit more difficult for Kevin Kiermaier to be the leader that he is, that he is because he is a leader and he is a really good voice in that clubhouse. But it must be more difficult for him to do that while injured than while he's out there playing. And right now he's injured, man. We need our Jed Lowry. We need our Joey Votto. Joey Votto, I mean, obviously, great, great player, future Hall of Famer most likely. But basically, get a, get a guy that's over 35, that's been around the block a little bit. You know, get that Albert Pujols. Something, it, something to uh, add. To the, Jed Lowry might be the guy, honestly. I mean, that's just... Shake it up. Shake it up, put it in a bottle, shake it up. Uh, and again, maybe we see Wander Franco soon enough, and, and that'll be the jolt that this offense, this clubhouse needs to get their boy back. Well, I, I think that's the thing, too, is not to go on a rant here, but I think just the presence of Wander Franco back in that clubhouse will elevate things so much. Of He brings so much energy, enthusiasm, and great play. And he'll, you know, hey, if, if you're not keeping up with his passion – you know, Esther get off the pot because it, it's his team. Once he comes back and he will, I feel like set the tone for that team going forward. Yep. Air yeah. Franco. 
There we go. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. And if you don't know the Air Franca, well, guess guess what? Just subscribe to the YouTube channel already. It's been months and since we started the YouTube channel, and you haven't subscribed. You know who you are. You haven't hit that subscribe button, and you can do that. You know why? Because it's free. It doesn't yeah. do anything to you. It won't give you notifications. It won't push anything towards you. It'll just be there, and you're helping us out. If you enjoy the podcast, subscribe, hit that like button, and you're helping us a lot so thank you yeah and if you want your uh, business name on the uh, scroll the rolling scroll of the youtube channel locked on at gmail.com if you're interested in that all right uh thank you again for making the locked on race podcast your very first listen every day now make your second listen the locked on mlb podcast that is also free and available on all platforms hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we will talk to you next week